What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe of fight podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and this is episode 323 of the show. Today, we're going to talk all things boxing because, yo, it was a huge boxing weekend. And if I'm going to talk boxing, you know I have to bring my brother on, my brother from another, the guru himself, B Can B. Welcome to the show, bro. Appreciate it. You know, I'm always happy to be here. It's been a little minute, but, you know, you talk about the weekend. It has been a great month for boxing. So we're going to continue that going right on into December with our boy Devin Haney this weekend. But yeah, let's break it down. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us on the show. And for those of us who are watching today, thank you so much for joining us on YouTube, on Twitch, on Facebook, whatever you guys are watching. I appreciate you. Remember, um, do us a favor. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and subscribe to this video. Subscribe to this channel if you want some more fantastic content. Remember, listen everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out on thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, and share. Appreciate you guys. On today's menu, like you said, we have to talk about the 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 the, the shockers of shockers. Get it out. I know you, you can do it. <laughs> Let, let's get into it. George it- Cambosis himself. What were you about to say, bro? You, you were stuttering. I was like, come on, get out. It was shocking to me too. <laughs> it was sh- it was shocking to all of us. George Cambosis goes out here and shocks the world. Defeats Teofimo Lopez by split decision as scores of 114, 113, 115, 112, and 115, 111. B, what did you have it score? Well, I didn't score the fight. I just... I would I'd probably say watching it, I'd say it was about 8-4. I was like, and I was that's pretty, exactly what I, was I had pretty, it. That, that's 115, 111 is 8-4. That's exactly pretty, what I had. I was pretty on board with Chris Manis' scorecard throughout. And I know you don't like Chris Mannix, and I typically I know you don't he, typically he like right scorecards. He, he was I think right he on was this. on par with his scorecard yes. throughout. I, I I agree. And and honestly, I think Chris Mannix is terrible, unfortunately. I, I, I think um no, you know what? I, I, I don't I, I think he has some okay takes at best and and again it's no knock to him but i think sometimes he's trying to be like a contrarian in certain ways because that's the only thing that explains some of the things that he said and some of the decisions that he's made but um in this one i think it it fit his narrative and it just so happened to also be true um one of the very few times in my opinion so uh with that specifically he was absolutely correct on this one and i look i had cambosis win and let me ask you this First round, Tifima goes out there and gets – he's running around because I'm so confused in this fight. He's running around. He's throwing bombs. He ends up getting dropped in the first round. When you saw him get dropped in that first round, what went through your mind? Well, Saturday was a day, you know. There was tons <laughs> of tequila that Dang. happened on Saturday. So by the time we got around to fight night, I was definitely like drunk uncle. Drunk, completely drunk <laughs> uncle. He got dropped. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was shocked, but I was like, nigga, that's what you get. That's what like, you get. what the fuck are you doing? You haven't been in the ring in over a year. You, you battled with all this. Like, settle into the fight. I get you want to put on a show. Like, this is a big spot. You are, quote unquote, and eh, undisputed. You have, you're, you're the unified champion. We'll just say that. Um, it, it, you're in your hometown, Madison Square Garden, the small room. Um, but it's a big spot for you, and you go out there trying to deliver. But if you, what's what you listen to the people, 
you'll be sitting with him. Like, and that's just what it is. He he sat on the floor. He he was in the state. He, he sat right there with him. So it was good for him because he came out and he didn't respect George Cambosis at all. He didn't send him to the fight and let the knockout come to you. Like you didn't set it up. You just went throwing bombs. And when has that ever worked for you throughout your career? Now, if you have a guy hurt in the seventh round, I get that. But he just came out throwing with no respect or regard for anything he's done throughout his entire career. Now, looking at it, you know, hindsight is always 2020. So we've talked about this. Maybe you say the weight cut was terrible for him. Um, it, it seemingly was. And he's seemingly at this point getting forced to fight at lightweight when he wants to move to 140. Maybe the weight cut was terrible on him. He says, I have to get this guy er- out of here early because my power. I have last a rebuttal late. to that. Well, I, I know you hate. I, I know you hate anything regarding weight, unless it's Nick Diaz. No, well, here's the thing. I'll say this, okay? With this one specifically, this fight was rescheduled nine times. Nine, it was rescheduled. You've had over a year, had over a year to go out here and actually get this taken to to get into the right frame of mind to get in the right shape. I know there's injuries. I know there's COVID. I know there's different things that have happened to him. I know he's had a hard camp, and I know it seems like his home life might be in shambles as, as well. So with all of that being said, yes, things are difficult. But at the end of the day, you have to be a professional. Your job is to make weight. Your job is to be conditioned. That is your only job is to make weight and show up. That's what it is. And he did that. And, and he did that. So for me, though, I, I don't want to hear the excuse. I don't care about the excuse. Oh, it took me too hard to get down. Well, then don't get so big in between camps. If you know I, that that's going to be, you have, dude, I've seen fighters do it where they've ended up, prime example, and it's an MMA one, but prime example, Jose Aldo used to struggle to make featherweight, which in MMA is 145 pounds, used to struggle. Now he's entitled contender at 135 pounds. How did that happen? Now that he's 35 years old, he's even gotten older and he's able to make that because he understood the job and between camps, he ended up getting himself smaller. He doesn't walk around as big. He he made smarter decisions. I don't care if you're at the point in time where you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm getting bigger. I'm doing it. If that's the case, don't take the fight and move up already. But if you're going to fight in this weight class, I I don't want to hear the excuses. I don't. It, it doesn't change the fact that it does happen. People do come into it, fights weight drained, and, and whether you whether you want to say it's an excuse or not, it does happen, it and it seems to be something that may. May yeah. we're not going yes. we're not going to fu- yes. we're not going to fully give yes. heat to it, but it may have been a, right. a factor in the fight this may. past Saturday, and it may have yeah. been a factor in the re- in the reason why he came out like that because that was pretty inexplicable. Well, dude, let me ask you this because we can kind of get into it because let's be very honest, Teofimo Lopez. What made him good is that he was he yes he has this this reckless abandon to him. People have really compared him to Roy Jones Jr. in the in the way that he's athletic and that he can throw some of these punches from angles and places where most people can't, right? Though those those hands low check hooks and things like that. But he's also known as somebody that is an incredible counter puncher that can thump. The reason that for instance Lomachenko wasn't able to get in at first is because he was countering Loma and actually giving him something to think about when he actually got in there. For him to go out there, he's not a, even though he wants to think he is, obviously, going in there. And like he said, he started listening to the crowd. He's going out there throwing bombs. He wasn't setting anything up. And if you really boils down to it, I think he absolutely overlooked George Cambosis, who is a very, very, very good boxer. 
13 to one, we could probably overlook him a little bit too. Yes, but I have to pat both of us on the backs because we kind of called this. We were talking about all the the the, the fights being moved back and forth. <laughs> this this was at a previous how, date. <laughs> this was a previous date. Yes, it was. We didn't say it online. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna stunt like I was. And we both said we believe that Tiafimo Lopez was going to actually win this fight. We said, yeah, that is, he should win, but. He needs to make sure he, you know, crosses his T's and dots his I's, and I don't believe he actually did that. So let me ask you this. He, there's a whole lot that we can get into in this fight. The fight itself yeah. was fantastic. All right, let, let, let's just start there. Can, and before I'm like, getting into, what was that? Because I want to no, talk about Cambosis and how great he And is. that's what I was going to say. I want to talk about the good of Cambosis because, you yes. know, like he, he didn't show up. He lost his belts, and I wish him luck in the future. Like, but yeah. not, I wouldn't say a star was born, but a new player. Is, is he Dude, in George Cambosis? A star, honestly, yes. I'm going to go out and say it. I'm going to say a star is born. And the reason I'm saying this is because one thing I do know about the Oceanic region. Dude, when you have some a fighter that they like and you see it with kickboxing, you see it with MMA over there, they the, the entire country gets behind him. Jeff Horn had people loving him, okay? They got and right now. better. Exactly, yeah. I mean, dude... It's, I'm sorry, what was that? No, I mean, Tim Tzu has a pretty big following over there. He hasn't he done does. a lot in the U.S. yet, but he has a huge following in Australia. Dude, He so he's going to have it. He has an entire part of the world that is, you know, loving him at this point in time. I think a star is born. He has a fight-friendly style. He's good. He beat one of the four princes. He Gotta give has, him his props. He also has the right promoter. Yes, he does. Salute to the old school legend Lou DeBella. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he was with uh, Eddie Hearn. He's with Lou DeBella. He's with, he, I, I, it might be both, but I, he's definitely with Lou. He could be with Lou DeBella on, on uh, fighting on the zone. Yeah, he's with Lou. He's a Lou, okay. Lou DeBella guy. Yeah, I wonder if he's his own fighter. Hmm. I, he might be his own fighter. But that's also the reason that... that and that's what uh, that, I meant, because he, he has Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney over there. Those are easy well, fights they, to make. And, and that's why Eddie Hearn is already trying to push Devin <clears> Haney, <throat> because Devin Haney is obviously... And, and Ryan Garcia, I'm sorry. You can go... Ryan Garcia, after the fight, after the win by Cambosis, he goes out there and says, for my comeback fight... Bro, I'm sorry to say this at this point in time. Cambosis is a far hotter commodity than you are right now. Like... What do you mean? How do you define hot commodity? In terms of, I guess, the world of boxing and some, and actually, at this point in time, I don't believe that you can put him in there with Ryan Garcia, with Ryan, unless you want to diminish Ryan Garcia's star. Now, if you don't care, if you're Oscar De La Hoya and the guys, and they're just going out there and saying, all right, let's go out there and put our guy out here who has not been in the best mental space, and then let's go out there after three, about three years off. In his early 20s, let's three years off. Let's go out there and put him against a guy that just beat the best guy at the weight class. What, what is this okay. three years off? It's been it's been what how two years off? He's been Ryan off Ryan Garcia two years? Yeah, two Ryan, years. Ryan Garcia fought this year. This year? Didn't he didn't he fight uh Luke Campbell on January 2nd? Was that January? I thought that was last year. Let's uh, check with our status. And that's still not three years. So I was totally off on that one. But I thought it was was at least like 18 months plus. 
now, bro. I think that fight was this year. And uh, let's see. It was January 2nd, 2021. That was off the top of the dome. This is why you fucking had me here. Oh, oh man. This man gets to think. You know what? I'm not even going to talk trash. Just, the last I, thing I, I want is the beehive. I'm sorry. I apologize from the jump. I I'm just saying, I, I, I just pulled a random fight date off the top of my head. Hey, man, that's why we, you're the guru. Okay. I, that, I that, that's that. it. But yes, you're right. Uh, so that yeah, is so, why you're here. So, so it's, it's, only been, it's only been a year. Like he went through his mental issues, wanted to come back, hurt his hand. Or, so now he's in recovery from that. I mean, I don't think it's far fetched to see Ryan Garcia beating George Campbell. Then so why I, did I definitely? I definitely don't think it's far. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it, it, he'll be favored. I would probably favor George Cambosis, but I don't think it's far fetched. Like I see that as like a a 60, that, 40, 70, 30 that type of fight. Over or do I say 70, right? 30, 70, 30. That, I, 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 75, 25. That's what I get. We're close. Yeah, I give it 75 25 at best because he is tailor made. That big right hand that he throws is tailor made for Ryan Garcia. And I'll be very honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. Ryan (laughs) Garcia, I. I got beef with Ryan Garcia for the way that he dug Devin Haney because he did. You know what I'm saying? And, And at the end of the day, the fact that he was willing to go out there and fight Jojo Diaz instead, even after that. And then other things like, bro, at this point in time, you, you're, you're dodging the smoke and you're trying to, you know, manipulate your career certain ways. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not having that right now. So I forgot about that. I'll side with you there. And he definitely ducked Evan Haney, which means he does not deserve a shot at the belt. Does but not from, deserve the a Cam- shot. from the George Cambosis perspective, that's a huge spot for him. That's a big money fight for him. He knows if he can get Ryan Garcia on his resume, that does leaps and bounds for his star power. He lets, so, well, I mean, for George Cambosis, that meant fighting that fight. a lot of... Exactly. For George and Campos, then he gets two of, of the big young guys out there, and it will definitely put him... Out. So you're right. Absolutely. And for then George you go, on George's and, and side, then, and then you go against Devin Haney. And you might go into Devin Haney as, as the A-side. You, no, if you beat Ryan Garcia, you know what? <laughs> I didn't think about it in that way in terms of the business end for Cambosis. You know what? I can't even discount that. I think you're absolutely correct. It doesn't make sense. I don't think he deserves it. And I think the purest in me was looking at it like, dude, I know specifically you ducked this man. You don't deserve, like, again, he continues trying to weasel. It really seems like he's terrified of Devin Haney. It, it, does it not? Well, he's not scared of Devin Haney. He, he done fought him about five, six times in the And Amateur. he's lost like four <laughs> of those five. <laughs> I mean, but he's willing to get in there with him. I don't Maybe think he's scared anymore. of him. I mean, no one's scared of Devin Haney. Like Devin Haney isn't bringing scary power. He he might beat the shit out of you for twelve rounds, but he's not bringing which is, which, scary which, power. Which, which is scary. It's same thing like a Shakur Stevenson. They're not, but they them dudes hit you so many damn times. That's scary. That is scary when these guys are are that that fast. But also, so after the fight, and again, we're talking, we're going all over the place with this, which is totally fine. But let me ask you this: because with Cambosis, he looks fantastic. He has options now. He said, and this is something that I did find interesting. There was no rematch clause. He said he's willing to give it to him, but he has to fight him in Australia right well, now. Do you know why there was no rematch clause? Please explain. Let the people well, know. There are there, there are certain things with certain, certain govern, governing bodies, but uh, Cambosis was a mandatory opponent, and yep. there are no rematch clauses with mandatory opponents. Yep. I believe this is uh, specifically under the IBF, but mm-hmm. because he was a mandatory opponent, there's no rematch clause. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Simple as that. And it, it, and you know what though? Here's the thing. I'm okay with that at this point in time. 
I'm okay with that. Yeah, especially I mean, the I, way that that fight because it wasn't that close of a fight, in my opinion. Nah, it wasn't. It, that was convincing. Was, yeah, I mean, it was a convincing honestly, win. I had a 10, 10 2 for Tiafimo. <laughs> oh, this dude is talking shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. So after the fight, right? Oh my gosh! Teofimo <laughs> took so many L's on Saturday. Okay, the biggest L he might have taken was post fight. He goes out there and he literally looks directly in the he he, he had a Kanye moment. He had a Kanye moment. Hey, look, I'm gonna let you finish, George, but I won this fight. <clears throat> And not only did I win this fight, I won this fight 10 rounds to two. And George Cambosis, bless his heart, handled this like a G and said, uh, man, I think you might be a little delusional, buddy. Like, so chill, so cool. And he was correct. I mean, why, why would he have any reason to not be chill and cool? You can do whatever you want. I'm going to leave with your belts. Bye. Yeah, all of them. They're mine. Now. I'm, I'm going to leave. Mine. I'm going to walk out of your city. With your belts. Your city. I came in here and I loved how he said, he said, all of you guys are four princes. Well, I'm an emperor because I came to another country and took your shit. I, yo, Cambosis is good on the mic. He looks like a fighter. He fights like a fighter. He's going to be a star. And I, and I love what I'm seeing. It's somebody else. Another great young up and coming name in that weight class, which I love. I but love see, it like, so much. This is here, great. Here's the thing, like, I don't think he beats. I don't think he beats Devin Haney. No, he doesn't. I, 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 he damn sure don't beat fucking Vasily Lomachenko. He doesn't beat Shakur. He, he doesn't, doesn't beat. Doesn't beat Shakur. No, he does not. He does not beat no. Tank. So like, no. he, we call him a star, but for what? There's, there, that's four guys, whether in your division or that can that, fight at that division that can beat boxing, you. Right? Why can't he still be a star? Because he's a guy that's going to be willing to go out there and fight. All of those guys. How do we know I that? I love a guy like that. How do that. we know that? You're right. We don't. <laughs> I, he, 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 he comes across as somebody who is willing to go out there and make that happen. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I am. Everybody I'm comes across like doubt. that in a post-fight interview in boxing. That's just what but it is. He was, coming, he was coming across like that prior to it. This guy, yeah. when everybody was saying stuff like this guy, and here's the thing, too. And and I, I guess I'm looking at it in terms of he's fought tough guys coming up. Not saying that he, they're the toughest guys, but the guys that he beat, the last two fights that he had, and you can look those up real quick um, if you'd like, but those last couple guys were former world champions, former names. He is somebody who has beaten good guys. And if we're actually looking at, honestly, at this point in time, aside from Tank, he's beat the best, he has the best resume of those young guys aside from Tank at this moment in time. I don't think so. Who, I mean, aside from Tank, Tia is a, a, a big win, but I mean, Devin Haney has Lenar, Lenar's on his resume. I think that was a pretty good win, and he had to go through great fire, win. fire to get that. Shakur Stevenson has has had to be Jamel Herring and uh, not JoJo Diaz, but uh, there was another JoJo or something like that in his resume uh, that he had to beat. Jo- Joette Gonzalez that he had to beat. He did beat so, Joette Gonzalez. I mean, like, okay, so you know what? I'll say this: I, th- I it, those guys at least they're fighting people, and I'll say that. He has come across that way. And you're right. Only time will tell. You're right. Only time will tell. And I, and I hope, I hope, I hope with the old school promotion that he has, and I hope the, the, the type of guy that he comes across, I hope that he will go out there and fight. And I guess that is the reason why I'm giving him the, the benefit of the doubt with that. 
But I hear what you're saying with that one. But let me ask you this. Teofimo Lopez, terrible game plan. He goes out there, an awful game plan. His father in the in the corner continued telling him, continued to tell him that he was winning, giving him the wrong thing, saying and, and not giving him any direction in between rounds. Is it time for Teofimo Lopez and Teofimo Senior or Junior, whatever the fuck he calls himself, the second, third, fourth, whatever he is? Is it time for him, Teofimo, to get another trainer? You know, it's always easy to say this in a loss. Um, you know, when he beat Vasily Lomachenko, Teofimo they had beat senior, before this though too. Let's they, let's they, let the people they, know they, had, they have they they've had some, a tumultuous tumultuous relationship. And that, that's due to boxing. Um, I mean, if he's going to continue to be his trainer, I think you need a a real boxing voice in the corner, similar to how Devin Haney has with Ben Davidson. His, fa- his father, Bill Haney, is the head trainer, but Ben Davidson is also there in the corner. I love love a, yeah. set, a, a setup like that. But, yeah, T- but, but you know, Bill Haney's more of a, you know, a, a normal guy. <laughs> T- he is. Uh, Teo Sr. I like Bill Haney, by the way. Yeah, T- Teo Sr. is just consistently off the rails. He's not... He's delusional in a lot of ways. He is delusional. You're you're going out there, and Tiafimo will get his ass clapped, and he'd come back to the corner. He'd be like, he won that round. And, like, that's not what's happening in the fight. Why are you – how are you even seeing that? And you have to be honest. You're you're watching a fight where your son is clearly losing. You're supposed to be telling things that are going to motivate him, and you're just lying to him, and you're not giving him great direction either. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I lost a lot of respect for Tio Senior in this fight, okay? Not only because of the corner work, but this man is all, every time he wins, he's all in the videos, all in his face, main dude, talking trash, getting all these other things. The moment Tio takes a loss, you're crickets. You disappeared. Mm-hmm. You were gone. You weren't a supporter at all. You weren't a supporter in the ring. You weren't a supporter. You just seemed like an opportunist. Now, that might not be the case, but it really came across that way in this one, and I re- it really rubbed me the wrong way because one thing I've seen, I've seen Angel Garcia, Danny Garcia's father. When he loses, he's there. Angel's still right there, holding him down and even taking accountability. I've even heard Angel take accountability. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did not see that from... And, he, and the reason I brought up Angel Garcia is because he is the other... Crazy dad. Boy, crazy dad, right? Angel. An interesting couple weeks for dad, for boxing dads. Yes, very interesting couple weeks for boxing dads. So I, I'll say, and, and again, I Sean, another one. I'm sorry, another one. People might not have liked it, but hearing what I've heard now consistently from Sean Porter and his father, I'm not mad at the stoppage. Nope. Because if you have listened to Sean Porter talk about it, you definitely exactly. understand it more. You understand it more, and if a, especially with a guy with his foot already out the door. Sean Porter had his foot out the door. His father understood that, knew that, and he's been around him so long. He he knew. He was just like, you know what? The, he he saw the, the 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 lack of focus. It wasn't even that how hurt he was. It was just like, you know what? You're not quite there, and I'm not going to put you out there to get beat up even more. And I'm not mad at that. That. Is a supportive father, and not granted. After the fight, it did seem like he threw Sean under the bus. It did at first. If you if, if you didn't hear it, it sounded like he was just like I, could, I couldn't hear it in the environment I was in. It, well, after the fight, it was like he didn't prepare well enough for this. That's why I I I, I threw the towel in, right? Yeah. 
But once you hear him after post fight and everything, you understand what he meant. This dude got so much shit going on. He has another career. He's doing this. He's doing that. He, you know, like he doesn't need this anymore. Mm -hmm. I understood it. I respect that. I respected him even, uh, you know, uh, Daddy Porter after that even more. I respect Kenny Porter. I respect Danny Garcia even more. I, you know what I'm saying? Those are the guys that I look at and I respect when I see what they've done. And there's plenty of other fathers in there and brothers and stuff. Um, what's it called? Um, Mikey Garcia, the, the, the Garcia brothers. Robert uh, Garcia. Robert Garcia. Another like That's not his dad, but he, same, that's, thing. He, 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 same thing. You know what I'm saying? He rides with him. I'm, I'm a, you know, we ride together, we die together. Bad boys for life. That's the type of shit he's on. I fuck with him. Junior Teofimo Senior, whatever his name is, he wasn't doing that. He's coming across as an opportunist. He, he's coming across as somebody who's delusional. And honestly, Teofimo Lopez in this fight, he, going into it afterwards, Teofimo said he was last. He was down to his last twenty thousand dollars going into fight night. Twenty thousand dollars for this guy who has a litany, a litany of deals sponsorships all these things he also is going through it seems like remember his family told him not to get with that one girl well sounds like they were right because now they're estranged and he can't see his baby so you well, have are, that are they estranged yeah they're separated estranged it's like he, he she said he can't see the kid now he says he hopes he can see it after the fight he's like i think i'll be able to go see my kid now right so they're separated hate, that's hate all this is you hate to see it and there's so much chaos going around this kid. I'm sorry. He needs a new trainer. He needs a new team. He needs a new lady. He needs a new everything, okay? Teofimo, if Teofimo is going to succeed, he needs a, a, a change of scenery. Because if not, this is going to be a heartbreaking 30 for 30 in about 10 years. But, I mean, you know, he has time to get that together. He is, and that's was, what I'm saying. If he doesn't get it together, Fimo was born in '97, bro. He is 24 years old. He has you know, a long fucking. future. <laughs> you you were fucking in '97? Not at all. I'm lying. But still, I was like, it, wow. it came up. I was I was like 11 years old. <laughs> Aggressive. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Um, all right, can we move I, on? Let's move on real quick. We'll go through the rest of these. Um, anything else you want to say about this fight? Yeah, look, George Salute to George Cambosis. You the he, man, he bro. Looked, he looked great. Um, as, as far as his performance goes, I think he did a great job at, at controlling distance, at, at controlling yes. the action. It was Tia Fimo that, that would punch first, but he would manage to control the action. He determined when the action would happen, when it would stop. Like he was just great at, at, at distance control and controlling the pace of the fight. Um, and, and just like Using smart boxing, as I mentioned to you before we went on, nothing popped off the screen. No, not not the speed didn't pop off the screen. Power didn't pop off the screen. Just smart boxing. Great strategy that he executed perfectly on fight night. And he deserves Beautiful all the belts that he walked away with. Absolutely. I love it. Um, really fast. Tio Fimo Sr. says that they want Tio to fight Josh Taylor next. How would you see that fight going if they fought? I mean, after after I saw what I saw, you have to pick Josh Taylor. I would have picked Josh Taylor anyways, but especially after I saw what I saw, like Josh Taylor's if, if George Cambosis was hitting him that clean, Josh Taylor's putting you out. 
Yeah. Facts. I'm just being honest with you. Facts. Yeah, like, and, and it's gonna be ugly too. Like that white boy got hands, okay? Like he he mm-hmm. he he's hurt that and he's big. I didn't realize how big he was till after did you see at post post uh uh Bud versus uh Porter fight? Mm-hmm. He was backstage, he hugged Bud, and Bud turned was looking up. He's like four inches taller than Bud. What dude? Bud, look, you gotta look it up. Bud looks at him, Bud literally hugs him and says, he's like, damn, you tall as hell. Yeah. He's big as fuck. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's that much better, bigger than Bud. He's he'll tower over TO. That is not a fight TO wants. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, he's huge for the weight class. But let's move on to somebody else. We're talking about a fantastic fight. Um, another great fight, lighter weight classes, but Fulton versus Figueroa. Uh, Figueroa in an instant classic. Oh my goodness. Um, this fight could have gone either way. Fulton ends up getting the nod on this one. Back and forth action, phone booth fight. Oh, it was a beautiful, beautiful fight. My question is this after the fight, Fulton ends up getting the win. Figueroa goes, grabs the mic, and says, Yo, I've been robbed. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with him? Or is there a case to be made on both sides? No, I think that look. Both fighters earn their money on Saturday, but no one earned their money more than the judges. <laughs> no one. No, earned no one. I was, and we I don't never give them props. We never. Don't. We don't. So, hey, I wish we could pull their names right now. They earned their money because I was watching that fight and I knew one person I did not want to be is a judge. Fuck that. I, did, I didn't even feel like scoring it because it was just too I stressful stopped. at the time. Yeah. Just enjoy, just enjoy the fight. Yeah. It was volume versus very clean punching on on the end of Fulton, and clean punching won, won the day. I think they both have a case. I think Figueroa has a case. And guess what? Fulton is about that life. If we, if, if you yes, feel like is. there was controversy, that's that Floyd mindset. Let's do it again because I'm gonna show you I'm better than you. And I love that. Winner lose the rematch. Quick, I love that energy. I love it. And really fast for the people that know, the fight ended up being a majority decision for Fulton. It was 116-112 on two cards, and it was 114-114. I'll be honest with you. This is one of those fights that easily could have been 116-112 the other way, or 114-114. You know what I'm saying? Like It, it could have been a draw. It could have been the card would have been flipped one way. card could have been flipped the other way. It, it was... It was such an entertaining fight, but not only was it an entertaining fight, the skill, the skill on both men. Watching Fulton going backwards, landing just powerful, powerful, you know, counter shots. And and the reason I gave him Fulton the win myself was because, yes, Figueredo had more volume, but Fulton, I thought, landed the harder strikes. I'm one of those guys. I'm always going to give the advantage to the guy who had lands with power. I'm sorry. That's just how I score fights. Hey, hey Fulton had to walk through some fire. I definitely think he, he was hurt, oh, hurt at least. Oh, he was hurt a number of times. He got hurt on that fight, but they both were. Did he, he talk man, about that in the post fight? Um, he didn't, but uh, <laughs> Figueroa afterwards was like, you were you was hurt like three times. I know you were. You yeah, know, but so. hurt, hurt, you could be hurt and still be a 10-9 round. Hey, exactly. Most exactly. of the time, somebody's hurting doesn't go down. It's still going to be a 10-9 round of boxing. Exactly, exactly. So it was, but all in all, amazing fight. Literally, st- yes, the, the fight that everyone wants to talk about was Cambosis Tiafimo Lopez. The fight of the weekend was Fulton versus Figueiredo. Like that, that's how I looked at it. What, what an incredible fight uh, for both of them. I'll be honest with you. 
I would love to see that again if they do do it again. Um, final thoughts on this Look, one. I mean, I, I, Fulton has a pound for pound case. He'll, he may not ever get the credit because of his size and some of those smaller fighters. I mean, I can understand why people aren't as big and this on is that. At 122. You know, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be hard for them to get credit. It took for Chocolatito forever to get the type of credit that he's getting now. But Stephen Fulton has a, a pound for pound type of resume. And guess what? Yes, it's only, he does. only 20 wins. No, it's amazing. I mean, he's that good. But the good thing about it is at this point in time, I feel like the smaller guys you got in your way. You got a couple other small guys that are starting to get a little bit more respect because I think people, one, they're on these streams and things where I feel like people are actually getting an opportunity to see them. And people are starting to realize that, Oh shit, these small weight class guys are so skilled and it's fun to watch because we're starting to see these little guys that could actually crack a little bit too. So you got these guys that could actually crack. They're putting dudes down because let's be honest, we want to see knockouts. And now, now we're seeing guys that hit hard and little, but I mean, this was an entertaining, fully skilled, back and forth matchup that I would love, love, love to see again. Um, great match. I mean, salute to both dudes. Like I said, I did have Fulton winning, but it could have gone either, not a robbery on either side. Uh, you know, it was so close. Amazing, amazing matchup. I love it. I'll be honest with you. I really enjoy this weight class. I'd agree. I would absolutely yeah, agree. I love it. I love it, man. All right, well, we'll move on uh, a little bit because we do have a big fight this weekend. And it's interesting because, again, uh, it is this weekend, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Do we have okay. more than one big fight this weekend? Uh, well, right. while you're pulling that up, I think we, we have to talk about this one. Um, I think you're right. I think there is another one I'm missing. But Devin Haney versus Jojo Diaz. And this is important because, obviously, Devin Haney has one of the belts that Cambosis wants. So yes, this is yes. also a fight that Cambosis said that he is going to, what, is Loma? No, I mean, we got Haney on Friday and Tank on Saturday. That's, oh, my God. Oh, why did I think Tank was next week? No, it's this week. Well, we have two amazing fights. We have, I mean, this weight class, obviously lightweight is killing it right now, but we have uh, Devin Haney versus Jojo Diaz. I think this is going to be a great fight. Jojo Diaz is so tough. He's so tough. He's so gritty. But I'll be very honest with you. The way I see this fight going down is I think that Devin Haney is starting to get, to get into his own. I feel like he's starting the same way that we are seeing Shakur Stevenson being a man and, and really proving what he did to Jamal Herring. I think we're going to see something very similar to that against Jojo Diaz. I think he saw what happened with you know, Teofimo Lopez, I think he knows the assignment. He understands the assignment. I think he's going to go out there, handle business, and get the win. I'm not going to say it's going to be a finish, but I think it's going to be a dominant, dominant victory. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, uh, in order for Jojo Diaz to win, he would have to get on his Maidana. And, you know, I'm not quite sure that Haney couldn't handle that. Haney can box circles around the guy all night. Yeah, he's deficient in power, but Jojo Diaz isn't really a power puncher either. And he's a smaller fighter. He is. This is his second fight at 135. So it'll I, I think it'll be a good win. Haney I think it'll be a wide decision for Haney where he boxes circles around him all night nothing too excited no 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 flares because his yeah. power just isn't there at this moment I'm not sure if it ever will be he just doesn't seem I, to be I, I, I think it's coming I, I think it's coming and I think it's like I think he's one of those guys and the same thing that people say, are saying the exact same thing about Shakur Stevenson I think these guys are just so skilled they don't need to sit there and sit down all those punches like that and 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 be there to be hit back 
I think they're that good. They're light on their feet and they're good enough to pepper you. But I think that same thing with Floyd. People always love saying that Floyd don't hit hard. Floyd can crack. Floyd was cracking at 135. He was skillful and he was putting you to fuck out. That's real. He he was that's real. He was he was Haney and putting you down. That's real. That's real. And, so and he I'm was like, young. So you talk about guys developing into their man strength. Floyd, Floyd was young. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know what? I, I don't know. I feel like some of these young guys. I think that not everybody knows how to knock people out. I think that's something that, yes, some people do have it. I think Golovkin woke up in the morning and he could just knock motherfuckers out. I, I mean, he's one of those guys. Um, but I think other people have to kind of learn how to knock people out, how to sit down the certain way, how to set it up the right way. And I think that Devin Haney is starting to really do that. And the same thing with Shakur Stevenson. I think these two, in my opinion, are the two best in the pack at this point in time. It's amazing how it's kind of shuffled and stuff. You know what? I'm not going to say that because, you know, I really have gained a respect for Tank inside the, the squared circle. I have. And I think, t- you know, Tank is what he's done. He he sold me with his his win against Leo Santa Cruz, and he solidified it with his last win, in my opinion. Those two wins for me, you got me. You got me. You the man. And you're still fighting Isaac Cruz. Uh, yeah, he is, but that's not his fault. I mean, granted, he was still supposed to fight Roley, but obviously... That, I would that like wasn't a good fight either. Wasn't so, a good fight either. And we're but, putting this on but, paper. But the, but the thing is, but the two guys before that were good. They were okay. No, do not disrespect Leo Santa Cruz like that. Leo Santa Cruz at at one thirty at at a lighter weight but, class. But, still, but again, he was that, that guy. Is, but he is still a name. I'm not. We're, he's not a schlub. I don't care about the weight. We're talking he, about skill wise. He is Leo Santa Cruz, and and I don't know why I'm blanking on Buddy's name right now. Barrios. Not, and Barrios. Those are not scrubs. Those I like are the Barrios. Barrios fighters. And I respect the Barrios fight way more than the Leo Santa Cruz fight. I feel like Leo Santa Cruz is a name, but of the names available to him, Leo Santa Cruz is just not that great at 130. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't agree, but I hear what you're saying. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Tank has fought good guys. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the guys that he has fought are close enough to him. I was like, okay, I would have obviously preferred other people, but between Barrios and Leo Santa Cruz, those are good names on your resume. So very yeah. good names, but he was looking so, so him fighting one of these guys that, that that's that's a boxing problem. That's not a tank problem. Yeah, it's kind of a tank problem. Uh, it's a boxing. Listen, to what I'm saying though, it's a boxing problem because this is something that boxing has allowed. This is a boxing thing, and tank is just doing what tank is doing because this is a boxing thing. That's what I'm saying. I think the rest of the guys in the pack are kind of taking bigger fights. You know, they're, they they're kind now. of they're kind of sl- slowly moving up and Tank is kind of like languished without taking that fight that people think, well, maybe maybe he might lose. I mean, and maybe that was Barrios. You know, he fought a big guy. He's getting experience. I, I various, think that's what I'm saying. I think Bar- I mean, Barrios like, was that guy. He was a guy that I think, again, people are going to say, but Barrios is a good, a, a, a good fighter. He's not even a, just like I, you're making it seem like he's like you're you're talking like Barrios is just like a scrub. No, I, I like I like Barrios. There's just too many names at 135 for you to be fighting these guys and not fight the names that people want to see you fight. I understand that, but we can't take away from it. Look, and, and I'm usually the guy that's going at talking about this shit with these guys, especially with Tank. I respect Mario Barrios a lot. I respect Leo Santa Cruz. So if you can beat them, I don't care what weight class it is. I don't care what it is. If you beat them and in the fashion that you beat them in, I'm going to give you respect. That's what I'm saying with him. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's how much respect I have for those guys. So that's how I feel about them. But, I mean, we, we got this fight coming out there. Obviously, we have Tank and everything. But all in all, it should be a great weekend. I can't wait to see that one. Um, real quick before we get you out of, get out of here, what do you, what are going to be your, uh, picks? Who are you picking in these fights? Haney, wide, wide decision, tanking five. Okay. Tanking five. I love it. I love it. And, uh, tanking five and hanging by wide decision. I love it. Tanking, 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 tanking three. Tanking three. Tanking That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 tank, tank got you, you know, he got you to a point where you can start to get a little bit more aggressive with those picks. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was thinking five myself, but with this guy, it might be. But you know what? This kid's ah, I'm I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna keep it at five. I'll say five. I'll say tanking five. But uh all in all, man, it's been an amazing weekend. Boxing was it's had a terrible 2021, but this last month and a half fantastic. Finishing and it, it, it is not done. Is, it is not done. I mean, Sir, there are you asked me for you asked me for those fights. I sent you a long, long list for the rest oh. of the year. And we have an amazing one. So we'll, we'll be talking about a lot more boxing and all. But, uh, yo, with the, about that, that's it's about all the time we have for today, man. So, B, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, brother. Always You got to get me back more often. Got to get back on schedule. I mean, I'm here. You the one out here. You know what I'm saying? You everywhere. You out here like, where's Carmen San Diego and shit? Like, bro. <laughs> life, life has been busy, man. I'm just trying to make everyone happy. Hey, look, while you look, I'm I'm happy you're here, brother. It's been another great one. And for those listening, yo, this is episode three, 23 of the greatest combat sports and coach show in the entire universe, the fight podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. I am joined today by the guru, B Cam. Remember, subscribe to this video if you want more boxing news, MMA, everything. We talk all combat sports. Love you guys. Make sure you listen everywhere. The Fight Podcast is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that good shit. That being said, it's time to get up out of here. Love y'all. Peace.